Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Holly. And we're a married couple living in small town Iowa. If this is your first time listening, the name of this podcast, Inside the Cup, comes from Matthew 23:26, where Jesus explains that if we want our behavior and actions to be good and right, we must first clean the inside of the cup or change what's inside of us. So how in the world can we change what's inside of us? Come join us as we approach this deep question in a down-to-earth conversation about how we can actually change for the good. Welcome back to Inside the Cup Podcast. This is episode 10. Last week we talked about what love is not. And we address some of the misconceptions we hear and believe about love. This week, we're going to talk about there's an order to love. Why are we going to talk about this, Mike? (laughs) So the order is important to understand. Uh, Probably the way to think about this is when Jesus was asked what the greatest commandment is, he answered the greatest command is to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength, But then he said, there's a second part to this, and it's to love your neighbor as yourself. Well, if our goal or our task that we're taking on in season one is to learn how to love your neighbor as yourself, there's a deep wisdom to this that if if we're really going to pull that off, if we're really going to be able to love our neighbor as we love ourself, what we need to do first is focus on drawing God's love for us in to our person, into our being, and then learning to love God in return from that love that now exists in us that came from him in the first place. So there's a reason why Jesus said the order that he said it in. It was very intentional, um, the way that Jesus answered this very important question. So let's go through this order. Uh, This order actually comes as a teaching from Dallas Willard, uh, and it involves four different steps or four different moves, and there's an order to it. So we start with the first step and go through the fourth step. Okay, so the first step, the first move, is to accept God's love for us. We love because he first loved us. 1 John 4, 19. We accept his love for us and allow his love into the inmost part of our being, our hearts. We will talk about the heart in future episodes, but the heart is the center of our being, our core. Then love affects our entire being including our mind, our soul, our body, everything. So the love spreads and infects everything. But I think the question that's just out there is, well, one, how do you accept God's love for us? I mean, you just say you accept God's love. This probably touches on a sensitive point because there's a lot of us that have a hard time actually believing that God would love us or that he actually does love us. So there's going to be an individual journey that we all walk through on coming to truly believe that God does love me. I think a lot of times we take misconceptions or beliefs from even our relationships and see God in those terms of how someone has treated us or we're all starting from kind of different places on how we're able to accept God's love for us. Yeah, so that's a big part of that journey a lot of times is working through some different obstacles. So one example is if somebody has said some really damaging things, uh, if, if you've gotten this incorrect picture of who God is, uh, you know, if your image of God is kind of off and you see God as this 
uh, punitive and angry being, or those are some things that need to be worked through. Example there is our image of God. Is the image of God I have an accurate depiction of who God is? Yeah, or sometimes you think about how you've been kind of hurt, whether it's from another Christian that has hurt you or you've been kind of in some kind of community or church that hasn't been very loving towards you or accepting of you. And that's how you've placed how God accepts you because of these people. Yeah, you hear that phrase a lot, uh, something like, I've got no problem with Jesus, it's with his followers. Or, you know, a comment like that comes from somebody who's probably been genuinely hurt by their experience in the religious community, whatever that looks like. So for that individual, that's going to be a major roadblock to accepting God's love, working through some of that baggage that they have from their own religious experience, which was very negative or hurtful. Yeah, that is one hindrance that stops us from accepting God's love for us. Another hindrance is actually knowing and believing that God is good. If you can't accept that God's good, it's going to be pretty hard to accept God's love for you. We all have different starting points in order to accept God's love for us. Whether it's actually believing that God's good, or actually believing that God loves us, or that we're even worthy of love. But that's the first move in the order of love, is to accept God's love for us. Yeah, and if there's significant harm or hurt that's been done there, that's going to be a journey that we walk through. And that journey could involve things like uh, loving community to to come alongside you, if that's somebody like a a Christian mentor or a a good friend or even a counselor or something like that. Going through our individual journeys are all going to look different. But this first step is to come to the point where we can see God as good and we can accept his love for us because God is good and he does love us. So that takes us to the second move is to love God in return. Out of the love that we have brought into our system from God, we turn around and love God in return. That is why the greatest commandment starts here, to love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. If the goal is to learn to love your neighbor as you love yourself, the reason why Jesus started the first half of the greatest command, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength, is that's the starting place. If we turn around and just try to love our neighbor, skipping the first half, it's not going to work. The way that we can effectively learn to love our neighbor as ourselves is by first learning to love the Lord with all of our being. This is how we become a loving person. First, by drawing God's love into our being, and second, by learning to love God in return. These are going to be the things that shape or mold us into a loving person. And then it's through this dynamic of these first two steps that we, out of the overflow of that, that takes us to the third step or third move in this process. We can then extend the love that we have and that we've learned uh, to our neighbors. And then the fourth or final move then is to truly receive the love of others in return. We are invited to experience the community of love that makes up the whole essence of God, a community of love. Yeah, a community of loving persons who choose or act in terms of what is good for those around them, and then receive that love in return. But now another part of that is there's going to be some significant inner changes that happen inside of us that make us an appropriate vessel to be filled 
with God's love, cleaning the inside of the cup. So what might this include? It would include spiritual or emotional maturity, humility, faith, death to self. Yeah, these are five pieces of the inner transformation process that we're going to talk about in detail through season one here. And the outcome of these five steps is making us an appropriate vessel to be filled to the brim with God's agape love. This is the preparation that takes place inside of us so that God can fill us with his love. So, Mike, do we just put off loving our neighbor as we learn to accept God's love and God's love in return? No, these are going to be simultaneous processes. So, as we're learning to draw God's love into us and love God in return, we're also learning how to love our neighbor. This is why Jesus, in Matthew's account of the greatest commandment, Jesus says, the second is like it. Uh, It's not two separate commands. The greatest commandment is actually two aspects of one greatest command, and they go together. So we'll be practicing these at the same time. So give us a practical example of that. What might that look like if we're learning to accept God's love for us and love God in return as we're learning to love our neighbor as ourselves? So a personal example of this that that I've experienced, I had the tendency, I still do have the tendency, to try to pursue people's affirmation or their love for me by accomplishing things. So this script or this lie that I have is that if I can achieve or accomplish something, that will give me value and then people will love me. But over the last decade or so of understanding God's love for me, independent of anything I can do or accomplish or achieve, God loves me just how I am, regardless or even in spite of what I do, has helped to free me of that desire or need that I thought I had to earn or achieve people's love or affirmation from me, including God's. What that looks like now, instead of spending too much time at work, trying to accomplish all these things that are taking on too much, and realize I don't need that now, that God loves me regardless of that, and I can set healthier limits. I can say no to an exciting opportunity if I need to for the good of my family which frees me up to be more present with my family, with my wife, with my kids. I have time to be home so we can share dinner together. And thank you, Jesus, because <laughs> I'm his wife. So that's an example of how personally me accepting God's love for me has changed me and freed me up really to turn around and love the people closest to me in my life. But it's been a process A process of accepting God's love for you and loving God in return. Yeah, we all have that. We all have that and it might look differently. The inside of our cup is being cleaned in different ways. Next week, we'll talk about learning to limit our love. Thanks for joining us at Inside the Cup Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast to receive new episodes automatically. Check out our website at InsideTheCup.com and follow our social media pages on Twitter at InsideTheCupPod and on Facebook and Instagram at InsideTheCupPodcast.